This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1136, IELTS FAQ for 2022. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we answer four vital questions about IELTS from students just like you. Can slashes and capitals ruin your score? What vocabulary does the examiner not want? Find out today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, are you obsessed with any uh, specific show right now? <laughs> yes, I am, Jessica and I just were talking about this, you guys. There's the best show right now on Amazon Prime. It's called The Wheel of Time. It's based on a book series that I read as a youngster. I was probably like 13 when I started reading it. And then, you know, I'd read the books as they came out. And then tragically, the author passed away. But his wife found another author to finish up the series. No and way. he did an amazing job. So it was, yeah, because once upon a time, I remember when I was in wow, college, I, know that. I thought it wasn't going to be finished because the author died. It was so sad and kind of amazing that they were able to finish it. And now it's this amazing, beautiful show. So you guys check it out. Wheel of Time. It is gorgeous. It is so incredible, you guys. I wanted to nerd out for hours talking about the show <laughs> with Aubrey before recording. Oh, Wheel of Time. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Today, guys, we're going to answer four questions um, straight from students like you who have their exams coming up and really have been thinking and wondering about certain details about the IELTS exam. What are the rules? What does the examiner want? What about this punctuation and my score? So, guys, we're going to get into some really helpful advice today. Um, but before we get to that, I want to talk to you guys really, really fast about a super cool opportunity coming up January 25th and 29th. Lindsay and I are hosting an open conversation club. Um, Aubrey, what should students know about this? What's exciting about this? Well, first of all, I think it's a big deal that this is free because this is the kind of course that normally you would honestly spend quite a bit of money for. You've got two experts, English teachers with a lot of experience, lots of fun people to talk with. It's going to be interactive. It's a really interesting class and it's free. So it's kind of a no brainer for you guys to sign up for this. 
It's going to be so fun, you guys. So Lindsay and I are going to talk about, um, we're going to teach you a verb tense, a way we use this verb tense in the real world that you don't learn in textbooks. So you will start to sound more native and there will be lots of speaking practice, guys. Talk to us, talk to people from around the world. It's going to be amazing. So sign up allearsenglish.com slash open. Grab your spot now, guys, because it is limited. Okay, Aubrey. Can you tell me about this first question? So this is from our Three Keys Facebook group, right? Yes, exactly. So one of our Three Keys students was asking about the speaking exam and wanting to know if there, if we can only use generally known slang or if you can use slang that's more specific. Like, for example, they, this student gave the example bullish and mooning when talking about cryptocurrency. What? So this is interesting <laughs> because for, you know, especially especially for, I feel like, new technology, there is all kinds of newfangled slang that not everyone will have heard of if you're not familiar with it, right? So this is a good question, right? Can you use this even if the examiner might not have heard it before? If you think the examiner might not understand what you're saying, don't say it. I mean, you. what is your goal? Your goal is to get a high speaking score. How do you do that? You communicate naturally and natively and in a way that is easy to understand, right? Impressive, but still understandable. So Guys, if you want to use a really specific term, just define it, right? Don't just throw it out there because it's like, oh, I know this. Everybody should know this. Like, be self-aware enough <laughs> to say, okay, not everybody knows about cryptocurrency. Um, so if you use the word bullish or mooning, that's great. But just define it for the examiner because that's such a great opportunity to show off amazing vocab, right? And paraphrasing just to be like, you know, I, I'm not sure what you know. If you know what mooning means, let me explain. Yes, exactly. And I, as the examiner, would kind of love that for, for a student totally. to introduce me to some new slang. I probably would go and Google it later. Like, oh, I kind of want to know <laughs> totally. more about this. But yes, that is impressive. However, I totally agree with you that it would not be impressive for an examiner for you to throw out words that they don't know what you mean. They might think you're using vocabulary incorrectly unless exactly. you explain clearly what you mean. Exactly. And I mean, come on, this is advice for the real world too. Don't throw right. out fancy terms if you think the other person won't understand. <laughs> I hate it when people do that. You're you like, know, and you oh. don't want to make them feel like they have to ask. No one wants to be in that position right, to say, what does that mean? Should I know what that means? <laughs> Just tell that's, them. <laughs> that's like that's like really mean to do right. to other people. <laughs> anyway, okay, so don't do it to the examiner either. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. One more question here. Uh, well, three more, but here's the next one. Quick question. I remember I have seen it somewhere in the slot. Oh wait, is that the same question? Oh yeah. So that's the oh, one that I stated. I'll read the next one. The next one is okay. Got it. Oh no, no, this one is different. This one's different. So yes, um, they're asking with essays, can you use idioms? They know that you can't use slang, right? They've heard us say before, don't use slang in essays. We need to speak more formally. But this student is asking, what about idioms? And this is tricky because sometimes on the podcast, when we teach an idiom, we'll say, okay, this one is formal enough for essays. So I can, I could understand students out there kind of saying, okay, which ones can I use? Which ones can I not? I know we've talked about this, but it yeah. all depends on the context. A lot of them are too informal. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, you really just have to ask a native to yep. know if it's formal or informal. You can try looking idioms up online. You can try using certain dictionaries, but... They're not always going to be labeled as formal or informal. And it's really tough to know unless you are immersed in the language, unless you come across this idiom in certain contexts and then you know. Like that's how we know because we've heard it used in this way so often, right? Right. That's how we learn language. I mean, there's some idioms that are great for writing tasks too. Let's see. um, Or some quotes like time heals all wounds or something. Oh, yeah. Or time immemorial. Yeah, that's a beautiful phrase. So uh, I think the wheel of time is stuck in our head. Um, But there there are definitely idioms that are great for writing. You just have to write them down when we explain them. You know, you just have to collect them um, and be sure about what you're using before you put it in your essay. And this is one reason that this Facebook group is so helpful because students can ask any any idiom they come across. They can ask us, you know, when can I use this? What's it appropriate for? And get an answer right away because yeah, just googling, it would be it would be tricky to find an answer, and you'd probably find conflicting advice. There's definitely a lot of conflicting (laughs) advice online, especially about IELTS, but also just vocabulary in general. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. We have two more questions, guys. These are from uh, YouTube subscribers. If you are not a subscriber, guys, go on over to IELTS Energy TV. You can see see two videos of podcasts we do a week and special videos we make just for YouTube. So check out IELTS Energy TV, you guys. Um, all right. So this is from Azada. And this person says, hello, I have a question about the slash. Can we write slash like the symbol, right? Mm. The line, the forward slash instead of or in an answer. And does it count as a letter? For example, can we write social media slash computer? That is a great question. So um, there's a couple things to address here. First of all, asking if it counts as a word, it wouldn't count as a word because it's a symbol. It wouldn't count as a letter. Um, But that doesn't matter because as we've said before, guys, the examiners do not count your words anymore on the writing exam. Okay. So we can get that out of our heads. Stop wasting our time thinking about it. Now, is it appropriate to use a slash between words in writing? Is it formal? I don't think it'll necessarily lower your score, but it's not going to help your score. It's taking the place of actual words. Exactly right. That's the biggest drawback here is you need a variety of linking phrases. You need to show how you can use words to make language flow. And if you're replacing even just the word or with a slash, you're eliminating your ability to do that and and the ability to show the examiner that you know how to do that. Exactly. Exactly. So no, it won't directly hurt your score, but it's not helping your score. right? Right. So there's no reason to do it. It's just like, um, 
the question about parentheses, right? Students students like to put parentheses in their academic task ones, like putting parentheses around numbers and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And same thing again, like it's not directly going to decrease your score, but it's definitely not helping your score because it's taking the place of proper sentence structure. I think what's tricky is we get so used to the informal writing of text and email because totally. that's what we do the most anymore, all of us in this day and age. And so we have to kind of take that step back and say, okay, I don't write an IELTS essay like I write an email or a text. And yeah. so I shouldn't be using parentheses or slashes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Last question here from Sarah. Um, I have a question regarding when I should capitalize the first letter of a word. On the answer sheet of the listening test, this is an interesting question, you guys. Um, The answers were finance and math, but I wrote them with lowercase letters. Now, are my answers wrong since I didn't capitalize the first letter? Okay, so do we need to capitalize words like finance and math? What do you think, Aubrey? No, right? Unless it's the name of a course in school, like Finance 101, then that would be capitalized. Otherwise, no, you would not capitalize this. So this student did it correct to not capitalize these words. Unless they were like the name of, of courses. Yep, that would be different. So if it were <laughs> if it were the name of a course, yes, exactly. Because then it's a proper noun. You're naming exactly. something just like you'd name a person. You name a course when it's the title of that course. So titles of courses and um, names of subjects, um, languages, right? These are mm-hmm. all things that have to be capitalized, guys. I definitely recommend reviewing the capitalization rules, guys. There will be easy websites to find where you can do that because capitalization does matter. Your answer on the listening test will be wrong if you have that capital wrong, right? Yep. It, it just delete the whole essays. Thing. I see often, I'll see students if, especially academic task one, if um, something is labeled in a chart or a graph capitalized, then they will use it every time capitalized in their essay. And that's not correct if it's not a proper noun. So you have to think about the capitalization. You can't make assumptions. Like you said, review those rules, the official IELTS rules for the test so that you know, because capitalization matters. And if you're not sure, like if if for some reason these rules just can't stick in your head and you just are horrible with capitalization, capitalize everything. Yeah. Okay, then it's fine. You won't lose points and you'll never be wrong. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you could do that on the all the whole exam, guys. You could capitalize everything in your writing, listening, reading answers. It's a fine. A little little tip and trick there. All right. Um, so guys, remember sign up for the live inter active class. This is not a webinar, guys. This is a grammar and speaking skills class. Lindsay and I are giving. Sign up, grab your spot right now, and then put it in your calendars. January 25th and 29th, we're doing two classes, guys. Sign up, allearsenglish.com slash open. So all fun. right. Awesome. It is going to be great. All right, Aubrey. Um, should we go back to talking about Wheel of Time now? Yes. <laughs> we'll <laughs> sign up. And then you guys all watch it and leave comments on our YouTube. We want to hear yes, what you please. think about it. Yes, please. All right, Aubrey, have a good day. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.